You know, Joe's not doing shit out here, though. Um, yeah, no. I tweeted the other day. I was like, why are, why is every politician, like, a gabillion years old and, like, <laughs> and, like, sounds like they started a sentence and, like, don't know what the end of it is. Like, every time they They're talk. Like, I like, start what? a sentence, I don't know where it goes unless the wind Wait. takes it. It's like, you can't <laughs> Like, no, nah, everyone's decrepit out here, but I think that's by design, to be honest. But yeah, let me introduce the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back to A Word with Lyo. I am your host, TT, and I'm super excited about today's podcast because we have a returning guest whom I love, love, love. EJ, welcome back. How's your life? How are you, Mr. I'm... Globetrotting in the world? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so thankful that we can talk. We tried so many times. I'm a bum ass bitch. I'm You're a bum ass bitch. bitch. <laughs> we're bum ass bitches, but we we're doing it. I love talking to you. I'm obsessed with the way that you think. I'm obsessed with the way that you like phrase things. I'm excited for today's topic. We're gonna have some fun. Yo, today's topic is. I say this every podcast. It's something that people can relate to. That should be the fucking tagline. But it's fucking true, yo. Like <laughs> I think when people listen to this, they're gonna be like, oh, they're gonna have like five fucking people that come to mind that relate to some of the shit we're probably about to get into. So, but before I begin though, uh, shout out to everyone who listens. I appreciate the listeners. Uh, make sure you rate on Spotify and Apple and just, you know, share with your friends, share with your family, share them a little tidbit, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, also, uh, the episode that me and EJ uh, first did together is called Lowered Expectations, which is actually our highest rated episode. And it's about dating and how shitty it can be. So if you need to get some, uh, you know, inspiration about how crappy dating is, you can check that <laughs> one out. So, so yeah, I'm so I'm super excited today because like... I've been going through a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of, but just kind of like a few shakeups in my friend group, if you will, um, in mm-hmm. terms of the people who are around me. And, you know, the last few people that have kind of snipped, snips, fucking snipped were people that I realized were around way too fucking long. Like, Ooh. way too fucking long. Like, I let that shit fester for years, decades. Like, I mean, <laughs> It's fucking nuts. And, you know, I think, you know, we pride ourselves on the years we've known our friends or how long we've been yes. married or how long we've been at a company. Like, we'd be taking pride in how much how much of our lives we spend on shit. But, like, we're taking pride in years that we've been, like, miserable. Right. I mean, I'm definitely guilty of this, too, right? Keeping somebody on the roster just because, like, this is my bestie from the third grade. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> That's like, it's like you're talk you're toxic for me. I'm toxic for you. None of this is healthy. We're not fulfilling the things that we need in each other at all. Like what? There's no benefit. The point? What, what's the point? Why are we doing this? What are we even talking about anymore? You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm no super guilty of that. that. Like it's kind of like the quasi like friends, like frenemies, like to an extent. It's kind of like I'm fucking 31. Like I don't have time for that shit. Like mm-hmm. this is in high school. It's very like why am I holding on to this? Like for what? Cause let's keep it real. A lot of the people that we probably have had to let go in our lives respectively, like they don't even live in the same city. So it's like, why the fuck am I even dealing with you? Yeah. Like what the yeah. fuck you over here? You fucking 500 miles away. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I mean, yeah. So I've definitely kept people on the roster for way too long. Like, yeah. When, like, actually, when... tell me about that. Like, obviously, like you like you just said, you've obviously experienced like you know like history as yeah. something to kind of keep people around. But like, do you do you have like an instance that? is recent or one that was, you know, kind of the most impactful that kind of woke you up. And of course, you know, like describe with whatever detail you're comfortable with, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are we naming names? This isn't that podcast. This um, isn't honestly, that I'm not going to lie. That. You know, it's really funny. I was thinking the same shit because I was like, <laughs> I was like, should I just like say these people's names or should I not? Because I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like people listen to this shit, but not really. And these, it's kind of funny because these people who, have recently been snip snip were not very supportive of listening to the podcast anyway so i don't even think they're gonna fucking listen to this shit and if they do oh fucking well i don't know i feel like maybe code name i don't know Ooh, niggas okay. might just have to say these names i'm i don't know we'll see how <laughs> we get. we'll see how the conversation goes and then if we drop names oops oops oopsies i don't know if i can edit them out or not who gives <laughs> um i had a friend uh at the beginning of the pandemic uh, with the murder of George Floyd, all the red flags were already there. And I was I was being shitty and like not I just ignoring them or excusing them. And this person, when I would go and protest in New York, would like blow up my Instagram, blow up my phone, like have all these opinions, say all these crazy things, oh. like spout spout off Fox News headlines. They send like, you like YouTube videos, like if you mm-hmm. if you listen to this guy in his basement. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like it it got it, it went there and I I had excused like things that this person said did things that this like the people that this person was around that like weren't part of like our mutual friend circle like their own their own friend circle was right no whole, for sure the was a, like, was you a guys whole, have KKK meetings at night yeah, yeah yeah and it was a whole <laughs> red flag it was like very obvious from space like what what was going on how long do you know was, him I knew her oh, I'm since, sorry. since the third grade, since we were nine years old. And um, it made me really sad that like, I, it made me really sad that like this person, this person was like kind of telling me who they were mm. for a little while. And I just for the sake of like keeping the friendship, for the sake of keeping the peace, for the sake of just like still having my bestie or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um people have been like ever since we were young it's like yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i didn't action on anything um conversations that we had about like important topics were like very surface level Mm. they they and i wasn't like as like aggressive as like like as you could have been kind of thing yeah as i could have been yeah um just for the sake of keeping the peace you're like we can only dig so deep before i beat you the fuck up right or or, or just get like aggressive for no reason or just like uh, but then like the other side of that too is like if i'm not being like uh, uh, that's a whole other topic um but (laughs) but, yeah (laughs) um the this friendship with this person i i even i I canceled her um and and yeah yeah, it felt really shitty for a really long time just because of like the history, right? But it, yeah. it ultimately like it, I felt invisible in a friendship with somebody who like would never see issues for like certain marginalized communities, and that just like was the just refused the situation. To do this. Yeah, yeah, that just like was the situation. Does she period. come from a marginalized community? She's yeah, she's a first generation immigrant. 
Right. So like that's fucking crazy. Isn't that crazy sometimes? Where like it's crazy how that happens. It's crazy how like there's like it's kind of funny that you mentioned like the childhood friends because yeah, that's real shit, right? Like mm-hmm. I have I have two friends I consider my best friends, right? That um that are from, you know, my hometown. One of them I've known since I was eight years old. I'm still friends with her. And the other one I've known since like sixth grade, still friends with him, right? These two people are people that they're the homies, whatever, whatever. And it's interesting because I had friends like that for a bit, but then like in their twenties, it started falling off. And it's interesting how many people start just falling off the fucking roster because of the person you're becoming, right? It's like the past version of you ain't, that's not who you are anymore. But some Mm -hmm. of these people are like still stuck in their like past selves or their past ways. And when people can't grow with you, I think that's when you start seeing the friction and some of these relationships you start seeing yeah. oh this bitch is whack or yeah this, <laughs> nigga ain't shit like 100%. you don't realize that until you kind of like expand your horizons i think college did that for me yeah and like in general like childhood friends things i'm super sensitive to like if somebody else tells me like a childhood friend tra- drama that's going on i'm like oh my god you must be so upset and nobody else it is upsetting really- if, well, but nobody's as upset as me in the room. <laughs> I, I dramatize it for no reason. For nobody, for no, for no We for all no do audience. it, but like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not even, for, I wouldn't even say it's for no reason. I think, you know, it's, you know, and again, like this could be childhood friends, this could be friends you've met along the way. Like, I think we just have to like come to terms with that. Some people just aren't meant to be in their lives forever. Like, you know, you've heard that saying, like yeah, some friends totally. are here for a season and sometimes they're here all year. All right, nigga, whatever. But it's kind of <laughs> true though, like to an extent. And yeah. like mourning a friendship is real. Like totally. it is like putting a nail in the coffin and putting it underground and, and burying it. And I don't think people stress, understand that enough. I think friendship breakups sometimes can be worse than like, like, like romantic relationships. Yeah. Like if you because think of how like, many more years that you yeah. would have in that friendship than like relationship, unless it's like a marriage that's been going on for fucking whatever, like your friendships have lasted longer than like several relationships. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. so for that to end, oh man, it's rough. Totally. It's rough. Like I have, I have a fucking couple examples and I guess I'm just going to name these niggas by their fucking first initial. So okay. if they fucking figure it out, I don't give a fuck. They don't even listen. Like, who cares? Um, and if they boo, do, boo. boo. Yeah, boo. Y'all niggas ain't shit. Y'all niggas over here like, oh my God, it's great you have a podcast. And niggas ain't even listen. Like, fuck you. Anyway, but this person is from an era before I even did my podcast. So Jay was someone that I've known since middle school. You know, we instantly clicked. We were kind of like the rowdy double, like, you know, the rowdy twins. Like, we were loud and obnoxious. Like, you know me, I'm fucking ridiculous. And so I was like that in like high school and shit like that. And then I moved to Taiwan for two years and I came back to finish out my senior year. So she was still home. She was going to school, but then she had like dropped out or whatever. And there was already kind of like a little bit of a rift there, right? Nothing crazy, but there was definitely like, we thought differently at this point, right? Like you being away. Oh my God. Yeah. Taiwan changed my, I mean, you already know. This shit changed my fucking life. And the way I thought was very different because I was put in an environment that was nothing like I've ever dealt with in my life. And so Coming back, I kind of saw things a little, a little differently. You know, I did my United Nations. I'm like, oh shit, international affairs. Like, there's bigger fish to fry than this bitch in town who's fucking the guy that I like. Like, who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> and so I come back, and you know, we're so cool. We're still together, like, you know, whatever. Because I talked to her the entire time I was over there. It wasn't like our friendship kind of whatever. Like, we were still tight. Go to college, and this one way I graduated from college, and I came back home, unfortunately, because I couldn't find a fucking job. And that's when I realized there was a huge rift in how we're thinking because she started like doing things like uh, 
kind of saying jokes at my expense in front of people. Like, they'd be kind of funny oh. at first, but then it was like, oh, you're coming at niggas, right? Or she'll say certain things like, what would you know? Like, you know, your parents live in a big house. Like, bitch, my parents were immigrants. We're broke as fuck when they got here and they made this money. Like, niggas, act, this shit earned. So, like, I don't know why you're saying all these things. Sorry that you live in a trash bucket situation, but that has nothing to do <laughs> with me. Hey, guys, my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. You know what I mean? So it was interesting because I mentioned it to my mom at the time. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, she's kind of been kind of coming at niggas a little bit. My mom's like, maybe she's jealous. And I got pissed. I was like, how dare you come attack my friend? Like, I've known her for so long. Like, I was really mad that my right. mom insinuate that this person was not, like, did not have my best interest at heart. You know, I was like, yo, throughout our friendship, she's always had my back. Like, when I was in school, like, one time, you know, she helped me with, like, I had to, like, pay dues for an honor society. I didn't have the money, so she helped me with that. And, you know, whatever. Like, this has been the homie. And so I couldn't reconcile the fact that this was someone that could be shitty to me in totally. that way that this is someone who's looking at me and looking at what i've accomplished and is not happy it never occurred to me that this person could be like that and so after like my mom said that shit, i started peeping shit and i just started noticing like how she was start to saying things like you know i don't think you are as kind as you could be like wild shit that i was like what are you talking about like you're just trying to find ways to nitpick and like bring me down and i think that was kind of trash and it's like I'm sorry your life panned out a certain way because of your own actions, because it has nothing to do with like your circumstance. Like, cause homegirl was smart. She had capabilities. She could go places. Like it wasn't like she couldn't, but that's not my problem. My problem was why are you treating me like I'm your opposition? Like, why are you treating me like I'm an enemy? Like I'm your, I'm your friend and I've always right. had your back. Like, you know, and now you're kind of showing, you're kind of a snake in, in the grass a little bit with your, with your bullshit. And she yeah. was never giving you, like, let's lift each other up. Like, you're amazing, bestie. Like, energy. Like, none of that. At one point, yes. But I think once where we were in life, we're no longer... We're on the same level. I don't want to sound like a fucking dickhead. Like, yo, I'm a boss bitch. But I'm kind of a boss bitch. So it's like, you know, I bust my ass. I went to school. <laughs> I got my... Like, I'm doing things. I have goals in mind. Like, mm -hmm. And I'm not saying she didn't. But, like, she was around a crowd. Like, kind of similar to your friend. How, like, they're around people that you're like, I would never... You know what I mean? Like, I would and never. it shows you a lot about where they're at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, especially when you're coming in and out of the situation at college and whatever. And so you mm -hmm. come in, you're like, oh, like you're hanging out with a bunch of niggas who ain't shit. No wonder. You know what I mean? Right. And I couldn't prescribe to that. And she started saying, I'm too good for these people. I was like, yeah, kind of nigga. And you too. Like, you know, it's just like <laughs> the idea that like my dissenting opinion about shit was always made fun of. And so it kind of came to a head. We kind of had like a blowout, like screaming match, something that, I don't, I hate doing that. Like, I've right. only done this to one other person who is also going to be talked about later in this fucking episode. But, <laughs> but um, we fucking fell out and we just didn't talk for a bit. And then we talked like five years later, maybe. And mm. like, everything was put to bed, but the friendship isn't there. There is no friendship at this point. And so it really was rough when it ended. Cause I was like, yo, this is the person I call about everything. This is the person who... Like, it's a guarantee we're linking up tonight. We're doing this, we're doing that. Like, and it was like, I lost like my road dog, my homie, like my mm -hmm. sister wife, like I lost that. And it was really fucking sad. Like I was like, like very upset about that yeah. shit. And that's so not, crap, I'm so sorry. It sucks, but like, I mean, that's the thing, it's funny. It's, it happened almost 10 years ago, but it's something right. I still kind of think about because even though we're cool now, we've had the conversation, we've passed that because we're older, whatever. It's mm -hmm. just like, wow, we're so, we're, we're just not meant to be friends anymore. And, and like, it's weird because you think like, oh, you hashed out school, but this isn't a high school where you do that. And you're like, we're all friends again. Like we're all, right. no. it's like, we're grown ass adults. And like, 
you know, glad you're doing well, but fuck out of here. Like right. that's kind of where it's at. And that, I think that's okay. I don't think like reconciliation means that now we're going to go back to where it was. Like we are still in two different places and the issues that we had before will probably still be issues again, but that shit, it was trash. And, um, but it was my first look into, oh shit, like this is something that can happen. Yeah. That's one of those, like, so it's kind of also, that is a little bit what you were talking about before. Like just like life changes to people who like were friends and then like circumstances make people into different people. And, and, and you know, one day it's just not compatible anymore. Did you ever see that Disney movie? I think about this all the time, by the way, uh, Fox and the Hound. No, is that like an older one? Like one of those things that came out when we were kids? Yeah, yeah, older than when we were kids. It's like one of like the oldest ones. My parents didn't like, we weren't, for some reason, my parents were like not fucking with Disney. I don't know. Um, I think it's a good thing. Disney's like a bad We were man. Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and PBS kind of kids. We were Arthur niggas. You know what I'm saying? Scooby. Oh, fuck yeah, Scooby-Doo. Hell yeah. 1960s Hell yeah. version is the best one. Be. Um... <laughs> 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 we are so trash fox and the hound fox and the hound is this cartoon movie about like this like young little puppy and this young little um fox cub and they like become friends in the forest and they're like cute little besties and every day they play together but then the the dog grows up and he has to grow up and he turns into like a hunting dog and oh, then fuck. the fox grows up and he's like this old lady's pet um and then they like come back into contact with each other when they're like adult animals or whatever right or, like teenage animals actually when they're teenage animals and then like they're they're meant to be enemies you know what i'm saying because like Aww. that's 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 nature that's nature that's also their environment um and then there's like this one moment where like the hunter's like get that fox so then the dog, <laughs> yeah, is, <that> <laughs> the dog is chasing the fox, chasing the, in the forest or whatever. It's like a stormy ass storm. And of then um, like right before like the dog is about to like bite the fox, like in the neck, they like make eye contact and like remember that they were like at one point like bestie besties. And then the hound just kind of like goes away and like like lets the fox live. And then like they grow up and they're they're like able to have their own separate lives and like look from across like the fox lives on one side of the like acre or whatever and then the hound right. lived on like his farm or whatever and they're able to like see each other and be like yeah like you have your life i have my life like glad you're, you're doing happy good, i'm happy we ain't, we ain't head nod. that's actually kind of you know disney be out here like with some sad ass shit no that one is notoriously i'm t like i googled it one time and it's like on every like you want to slit your wrist type of movie list <laughs> like number one so, wait because it's so sad because it's so sad and the music is sad and it's one of those <laughs> movies where like I'm sorry, but like the animation that like my parents and our parents' generation ingested was scary as fuck. <laughs> like they didn't know, like no censorship. Like <laughs> they scary. Didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. Like scary clown, scary everything. Like that movie Yo, is scary and clowns, traumatizing. Clowns in the Easter Bunny, nigga. Like why is that something that kids? Why do you think kids? Because I don't want to see that shit. Why the fuck do you think children no. want to look at that? I have no idea. <laughs> Like <laughs> will forever ruin my life. Everything. Everything. Those are... gutters, I don't get close to them shits. Um, but I think about that Fox and the Hound movie a lot, like in terms of in relation to friendships, right? Because like the world made us two different people. We can't we can't be friends anymore, right? For each other. And that's for, interesting for my... too, right? Like the world makes people it either people either grow together or apart, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. So the friends, like going back to the two friends I had back home, uh, Melissa and Tyler, they grew with me. 
Mm-hmm. Like they grew with me. Like they are accomplished people that are doing big fucking things with their lives. Like mm-hmm. they, the morals, you know, the values they have are, are very similar in regards to how we look at the world, which is important, right? Like people say you can't be around only like-minded people, but sometimes like, no nigga, like there's some things where it's like, I'm not dealing with misogyny and homophobic asshole, so be. No. Um, but like, fuck out Um, But yeah, like, I mean, people either grow with you or they grow apart. And it just depends totally. on like, how you view life as you're going through it like and i'm still able to like i'm not i'm not like vengeful enough and i'm not like bitter enough where like um you're you're having your life you're growing into your fully realized adult i'm having my life i'm growing into my fully realized adult i'm not gonna look you know i'm from the other side of the farm and be like i want your shit to burn down like no like i'm able to look and be, <laughs> I'm able to look and be like no like good for you you have no your- i'm not looking i'm putting up yeah. i'm putting a bunch of trees up like <laughs> here. you know what's really funny so a friend of mine that i just recently made who was fucking awesome okay. um he uh was telling me how like he's like yeah like if i um, you know, if I fell out with someone and, you know, I'm glowing up, I want them to see the glow. I want them to see what they are no longer a part of. I personally disagree. I understand where he's coming from, but I disagree. I'm like, to have access to me is a privilege. And it's kind of like Facebook, love Facebook, Instagram, where it's like, nigga, I'm private. So unless I say yes, like you're out here. And that's kind of how I want to keep it in terms of the people in my life. It's like, I don't need you to see shit. I don't need you to see shit and then wish me and then wish me ill and then fucking like fucking fuck around some juju and shit. Fuck out of here. Like, no, you don't need to know anything about me. You mm. can tell people how you used to know a nigga, but you don't know who I am now. You don't need to know. Like, right. I don't like I used to be on that petty shit where it's like, I'm a, y'all gonna see me floss. No, 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 I'm good, nigga. Private. Fuck out of here. Right. I don't care. I love that. You know, your happiness, your shine is is yours and for the people who love you and are with you. I don't know, but for whatever reason, I'm still always going to, like, want to, like, look over. I'm not, like, staring at your side of the farm, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, like, every once in a while, I'll, like, look over and be like, oh. Or, like, ask someone else. Like, this one friend, like, she's gotten married and and she's had Mm -hmm. a baby. And, like, I don't actively look out for her on social media. She's actually blocked. Um... (laughs) 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 blocking is my block game is fucking strong dude right i don't give a fuck we're not gonna do this like somehow you are able to hit me up no nigga you're blocked on linkedin too (laughs) (laughs) you're blocked on yellow pages like you're you there's no end (laughs) um she's blocked but if i ever did see like or hear news about her from through somebody else like good good for them wait so why is, is this the same person same person yeah yeah <laughs> fuck this bitch this bitch is trash <laughs> yeah speaking of trash bitches so <laughs> you know, before i get into another asshole i realize that the biggest trends i've noticed like with in terms of like my issues right. with the friendships i've had have been what the fuck is that <laughs> something i don't know what that was i might have to cut this part out whatever anyway <laughs> The biggest trend I've noticed is how like one side of the relationships have been, right? And mm. how much I would stuff down to like appease these people. And to a, an extent, like it is kind of my fault, right? Like I kind of let it quote unquote happen. Right. Like you know how that goes though. Again, it's like that loyalty, that that uh that like need to like just like, you know, ride or die, if you will. Right. Um and that's and that's been something that I've noticed. But honestly, 
Another trend that I've noticed is you bitches are a bunch of fucking liars, yo. I mean, when I say bitches, I mean all genders, like all of y'all niggas. Like y'all be lying to people who care about you for what? And then have the audacity to get upset when niggas call you out. No, bitch, that's not how life works. Like I have been in a situation where you just find out your friend is a fucking liar. And you're just like, yo, what's up with you? Like, is this how you want to live? This is who you are? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like what type of liar because i'm trying i want to be i want to be on this page or i want to talk about this are you talking about the type because i have i have a couple of these friends that are like okay so i'm looking at you i'm looking at your living situation i'm looking at your partner you're clearly a dumpster fire of a person and you're gonna look at me right in the eyes and be like everything's perfect we're amazing my relationship and everything is perfect what oh, about your you love like i like that type of lying Oh no, I my lying is coming with. from someone who fucking like thinks my lying is coming from someone who thinks they're a good liar, but they're bad at lying. And like it's so easy to tell when they're lying. What are they lying about? So this fucking dumb bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's not a dumb bitch. She's just whatever. Eh, no, she's not. Could have been a male bitch. Men can be bitches too. All of them. Little no, bitches. When I say dumb bitch, I'm like, I mean the dumb part, not bitch. Okay. Yeah, no, she's she's a bitch. But she I don't know if she's dumb. <laughs> I don't know, she's kind of dumb. So well, she goes by the name. She goes by the letter T. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I've known her for almost a decade. Uh, I met. It's kind of funny because while my other friendship ended with with Jay, this mm-hmm. one blossomed at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting how now I don't talk to both these bitches. Come <laughs> um, So, so yeah. So I met her while we were working like these bullshit. We both graduated from college, right? And we mm-hmm. had to come back home because we couldn't find work because 2012 was a great time to graduate. And um, we're just working at like, you know, retail shit, whatever. I was working at this other job too. So I had like a full-time, part-time, whatever. And so we met, we clicked, you know, um, another, you know, another black girl, like in my town, as you know, there's fucking nobody out there. And so we instantly clicked, great friendship, whatever, whatever, you know, um, Fast forward, I go to grad school. She moves to Atlanta. Some shit went down in Atlanta. I'm not going to put her business out there, but she came back home, right? Mm-hmm. And she's been home ever since. And she's Ooh. the person who, like, I, not like I fell out with her, but, like, beforehand. But, like, you know, I'm busy. I'm in D.C. I'm making moves and shit. So I get busy. And, like, you know, you hit up people. You don't hear from them and stuff like that. So I'm not, like, doing the most. But then we eventually were able to sync up and shit. And she really was, like, you know, like, I'm, you know, I'm going through it. I'm trying to find some work. You know, it's, like, it's been hard out here. You know, I got let go from my job all this other stuff. So I was like, yo, like, I understand a lot of remote jobs out here because this is during the pandemic. And so I'm like, why don't you come down to DC? You can like apply from here. You can get, change the scenery. Like really trying to help my friends out. By the way, yeah. I have an issue with like taking people in like fucking straight off. I need to stop doing that shit <laughs> because no. But anyway. No, you so- swore that off. You swore that off recently Recently, when we were talking and you were like, I am never letting anybody live with me ever again. Yeah, fuck no. It's like, you people don't know how to fucking act. Like, y'all niggas weren't home trained correctly. Because, like, what in the <laughs> actual fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, niggas don't know how to cook. Anyway, I digress. I'm about to go in on this bitch. So, <laughs> anyway. So, I started realizing there was kind of a, a disconnect between her situation and what she was saying. Right. So she's the only child, comes from a very good family, whatever, whatever. So she's living at home with her parents, right? And obviously mm-hmm. she hates that shit. Who like who wouldn't? But mm-hmm. she doesn't seem to understand that she's she's a large like she plays a larger part in her situation than she realizes. And 
she's on that spoil tip where she thinks that like kind of not like things should happen for her but like she doesn't even understand like there's a lot more hard work that goes into like being in this life past fucking high uh undergrad because now you have to make your own fucking blueprint and that shit is difficult for people like there's no yep. set rules now so now you gotta figure now you gotta figure out how to pay your bills and like wash your ass like just rough so i realized something was up because i noticed that she uh was using a lot of like opioids Oh. And she was talk. She would talk about them in a way where I could tell that oh my oh you use these shits because you bring it up too much for it to not be a thing. And I started just noticing her behavior. I'm like okay, she is a little zonked out. She's a little off. Things like that. She gets irritable. She doesn't have them. Like, and I realized I'm like oh this bitch has a pill problem. Oh no. Like I realized that shit. And so I would talk to her about it, like yo I think you're taking these pills a little bit too much. And like. She, she'd be like reassuring me like, nah, it's not that serious. And I take them during my period sometimes, whatever, whatever. But like, she'd be taking these shits. Like one time she came to my house in New York around the holidays. And before we even got in my bedroom to sit down, this bitch fucking took a textbook, crushed a pill and fucking went to town. And I was like, nigga, you've been here for four seconds. Like, right. it, it's, and, and I'm just kind of like in my head, I'm like, I'm generally worried, but I'm annoyed because of the fact that she's trying to sit here and tell me she doesn't have a problem. And the people that she was, again, going back to the other group of niggas they hang out with that are not niggas I be fucking with, right? No, yeah. These fucking 30 year old niggas that you're driving around to go get pills and shit and whatever. Like, you know how it goes. Like, the person who drives a drug dealer around so they can, like, whatever. Right. Like, right. I'm right. like, so you're working this whatever job. You're bitching about how shit isn't going well, but here you are just fucking snorting fucking, uh, fucking uh, Percocets. Right. And the opioid price is like, nigga, fentanyl is getting put in these shits. Like, you better fucking fuck around and find out. Like, and right. so it got to a point where I was just like, you know, she, she wasn't a good friend. She would like kind of blow me off. She wouldn't like, you know, she would say she'd like be hang like she'd hang out, but she like wouldn't. And like, just very like, like just clearly like on some druggy shit. And the worst part was this was a classic case of when she needed me, I had her, when I needed her crickets. And it totally. just kind of got to a point where I was like, your drug issue is why everything is going to shit, including our friendship. And I said that to her and we got into an, uh, a screaming match again where I was just like, yo, like when she stayed in my house, I was like, she's just a shitty house guest. And I was like, not only are you so fucking inconsiderate, but you fairly apply for anything here and you've been here for like a month and a half. Like, what are you really trying to do? Like, you told me you needed help, but I don't think you really want to get help. No. Like, and so, she's probably being dirty in your house, which I know is a huge fucking trigger. She actually, you. she wasn't. Okay. So it was kind of funny because she, I realized after like week three, I'm digressing right now and I don't give a fuck. I realized <laughs> after week three that she was there that I was one cooking like all the time mm -hmm. and i was like this is weird like i'm getting up to eat breakfast and if it's not for me getting up to eat breakfast niggas ain't eating breakfast like weird and so i wasn't feeling that shit so i was like listen she doesn't know how to cook that's what that's my real she didn't know how to cook and i was like jesus christ i realized <laughs> a lot of shit in that two month period i was like okay i'm working still because it's pandemic but i was still working and mm -hmm. so I would like look over and she's outside smoking yet another cigarette talking to one of her fucking friends about their baby data drama shit. I'm like, I'm like, yo, how many applications you get in today? Right. Like I'm working at, I was still working that job that I fucking hated. And I'm like, I'm working and you're just sitting here like lollygagging on my balcony, just having a good time putting pictures up that you're in DC. Like nigga, if you don't get your shit together, like, so I couldn't deal with that shit. So we had like a little bit of like a, uh, like a, like that little situation and then mm -hmm. as time went on she just continued lying and shit so eventually i kind of was like yo you you're out here lying like i don't have time for this shit whatever whatever so we stopped talking for a bit 
And then we talked again. She's like, listen, I'm not taking the pills anymore, whatever, whatever. Like, I'm, you know, I'm much like my clear. I don't hang out with these people anymore. Right. And she's told me about a guy she's hanging out with who like also low-key sells pills. I'm like, okay, so you're not done. Like, right. you're like, you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? And so I had mentioned like this situation to another friend and I had mentioned that to her. I was like, I mentioned this to and so. So and so, who's also another person I don't want to fucking talk to. It's so funny how these niggas just. <laughs> and honestly, I think I fucking should have like known. Um, and like she was like, and I told her she's like, I don't appreciate you that you told so and so, so and so like about this. And I was like, well, when your friends out here acting like a goofy and is on pills all the time, I need to vent to somebody. Like, what are you right. talking? And the only reason why you know I told this person was because I told you. So I wasn't even being deceitful. It's like, bitch. You have the audacity to get mad because because this other friend has seen her in action, quote unquote, where she had a fucking meltdown. And it's like, nigga, fuck out of here. Like, we know that you're a mess. And yet here you are not trying to do anything about it except blame people. And so I was like, you know what? We're fucking done. Blocked. Blocked. Yeah. Instagram. Ugh. Blocked. Facebook. Blocked. Numbers, you did blocked. the, you, LinkedIn, you did the right thing. Email. You did the right blocked. thing. <laughs> yeah no we're not google we're calendar not. blocked <laughs> like you're going to everything yeah teams um, blocked <laughs> you did the right thing like uh, you did the right thing for this person's recovery and for your own like securing your own happiness like yo it's just a mental strain of like totally. having a friend who isn't trying to help themselves in any way. It's one thing if like you're actively trying to work on some shit and shit is just not panning out. But this idea that like she just thought, like for example, she had asked her parents, <laughs> I kind of hope she listens to this. She uh, asked her parents to like pay for an apartment somewhere and then she'll find a job. It's like, that's not how that works. You need that's to apply for a job, get it and then if your parents are willing to help you for that first month, which nothing wrong with that. This is the thing. I'm not hating on people who have the resources where people can help them out. I think that's great. That's an amazing thing to be able to have. She has resources at every turn. And she's saying, now nah, we'll get these pills though. I was like, all right, nigga, like, I don't know what to tell you. And it's like, you can't just like do no, like what, you're gonna have your parents pay for your rent in some expensive city before you even get a job. Like the that's logic, her logic is pill so logic. Icky. It's druggy yeah. logic. It's druggy logic. No, she's, she's an addict. And like having friends that are addicts, it's that weird tiptoe. Do you watch? Do you watch Intervention? It's my favorite show in the world. Sorry, because I didn't need to laugh at that. Uh, <laughs> because that show is fucking crazy. That show's crazy, but like all the people that they find, like sometimes I watch it and I'm like, did there these did these people's friend circles not tell them like the fuck the is wrong with you? Too. The friends, some yeah, the friends are doing meth, but like the ones that don't do meth. There's um, probably some that do, but they don't do it enough where you can tell. <laughs> right because uh actually yeah they find these people in like the middle of nowhere but yo i do you remember the one the guy who cried like yeah. yo i <laughs> we're such assholes like <laughs> the, the thing about that show i don't think helps these motherfuckers like honestly imagine like being an addict not everyone like just sees this shit right i mean they have like a list of people who have died after the show but like i don't know if that's the show <laughs> or if that's like the the disease Why am I laughing? the disease <laughs> i don't know but like friends that are addicts like it, it's a weird tiptoe because like i definitely have friends who are alcoholics full blown. no it's rough it's it's rough and it's something that like i don't have to deal with i think that's the model that i've realized like in the past year it's like i don't have to deal with this there's a lot of things yeah. that we think we have to deal with and we don't yeah like we don't have to tolerate these fucking idiots 
Like we just don't. And we think we do. We're because of these kind of like ridiculous, uh, you know, allegiance like, alliances. Yeah, allegiances. yo, the loyalty History. and alliance yeah, shit yeah. is really rough. And I feel like I don't know. I I I I I look at my friendships very differently now because I feel like since I got rid of these bitches, uh, my <laughs> my circle is much. It makes more sense now because something mm-hmm. fell off. And I was like, mm. there's people in my life like who are blowing my shit. And I had to kind of figure out who they were. I started just paying attention more to how I felt when I talked to them and saw them and how I felt leaving them, like all these things. And when you see a good friend, you should be leaving feeling like relieved, refreshed, like yes. just like you should be feeling like great, like, oh, I can't wait to see them again. You know, it shouldn't be this kind of like tiptoeing around and seeing that this person's like fucked up on pills and is just fucking like making excuses and is being like a slow fucking idiot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, actually, it's kind of funny because both friends, both those two people had issues with drugs, like for the most part, at least in terms of the circles they were hanging out with. Like, it was it was something that like I'm not I'm like, I don't I don't prescribe to this type of life. Like, I'm, I'm not into it. Like, I'm not here to be somewhere in a dark basement doing pills. I would want a see like I, I think I disagree a little bit because I, even if it's somebody in my life who like I'm not 100% close to like if I was being like a pill whore or if I was being like a major alcoholic or if I was like doing like you know meth or fentanyl like I would want even people who aren't my closest friends to call me out like what is this but this is the thing people have called them out like it's like you can only yeah. do so much calling people out if they, if, they, if they want those fucking pills motherfucker they're getting them they don't give a fuck yeah what we have to say and i think that's the whole point it's like because yeah addiction is definitely a fucking disease like this shit is it's crazy out here yep i though can only do so much for your addiction yeah like, definitely you have to be able to have a day where you're clear in mind decide all right i need to like do something about this and There's i'll also- use my resources for support because people are ready to support as soon as you decide to give a fuck there's also like an expiration date on excuses that you can give somebody. Yo, like, I can't, I can't keep saying, Oh, the pandemic is the reason why you're drinking so much like two years in and like, girl, America has decided that the pandemic never existed. So bitch, what are you talking about? Like, you know <laughs> it's like, right. What is, yeah. Oh, oh my God. The pandemic. Oh my God. Actually segueing into our, my, at least for me, my last fucking idiot. I'm just kidding. I need to stop saying <laughs> that, but it's like, that's how I'd be feeling. So, you know about this person. Uh, she goes by N. And um, this friendship actually is the most recent one that ended. And it ended after just really well over a decade of just kind of like, again, once kind of more one side. I feel like I was a better friend to this person uh, than they were to me. I felt that I went out of my way to understand them more than they understood me. Um, and a plethora of things, whether, you know, just, I mean, whether it was like mental health stuff or mm-hmm. just, you know, anything that just was diff that was different from this person. And I feel like I tried so hard to like get this person, like it's weird. I was like, I tried so hard to get this person like like me kind of, which is very strange. But I realized that looking back, I was like, oh shit, I like stuffed a lot of shit so that this person would be like cool with me. Even though- Who is this? I know this person? You do know this person. It's the person I recently just told you about. I met them when I visited you. Yes. She sucked. I immediately hated her. <laughs> I immediately hated her. She was awful. She brought down your stock. She I'm you were she you're brought shooting, down my stock. You're a shooting star and she was just like Bleh! like I'm uh, she's canceled. Mad negative. And so I would say I could I could 
list a, a bunch of reasons as to why she's trash, but for the sake of time, <laughs> I'll go for the last. I mean, honestly, like, and I hate saying that because I would say, like, looking back on our friendship, we did have good times <laughs> and we did have great things. And there were times where I will say that she was very supportive. But in terms of, like, if you had to do a ratio of, like, who was more of the supportive friend, who was there for the friend more, who tolerated more of the friend's bullshit, it was definitely me every time. And so this last yeah. time was her and her boyfriend. They are breaking up. Uh, she's looking to move. Um, you know, she's a little sensitive these days. The entire like period that she was dating this person, she has not been the friend that I needed just because she's just been on edge with this person. Like the one that she was mentioning to us at dinner at that time. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just, I just took it cause I was like, she's going through some shit. She has some issues with her boyfriend, like constant excuses. Like she's going through this and then she was at a job she hated. So it's like, there was a combination of things where I was like, I need to be a supportive friend, you know, pandemic hit, you know, it's a lot of bullshit. And like, she took something that I did. I canceled plans. I didn't reschedule or whatever. just because like, we're going home for Thanksgiving and it's fucking Thursday, Friday. We're supposed to do this Friday and then Thanksgiving was next week. Like, yeah, nigga, like I'm going to need a reschedule. Now I didn't know exactly mm-hmm. what day she was moving, but I knew she was moving sometime in December and she never told me the exact date. And so when we canceled that and she took this as like me like attacking her so she took it upon herself to decide to leave without saying shit to me at all and then hits me up like maybe like a month later on some hey i don't know what happened a few weeks ago but like i miss you and i was like what happened was that you left dc and didn't say shit to niggas and for whatever reason you thought something i did to you made warranted that you're my best friend and you're leaving the city. You're not. You're not right. coming back. I haven't known the city without you. Right. And you just dip. And you think because you're going through a relationship, I should understand that that behavior is okay. Because basically said, well, I'm going through a breakup. I have to move. I don't. Yeah, nigga, I'm aware. Like it's just one of those things where I just I, like when she was getting, when she was saying this shit to me, I was like, yo, what a selfish little asshole. Right. I'm making excuses for you being a bitch. I'm making excuses for you saying mean things. I'm making excuses for you disrespecting me. Like, again, like, there's a there's an expiration date on these excuses. Expiration date. There's an expiration date. And I said, fuck out of here. And so <laughs> it was funny, actually. And then after that, she hits up my best friend. And it's like, hey, do you want to hang out? Because she was in Florida. And mm-hmm. my best friend, she was kind of aware of what was happening, but not really. So mm-hmm. she hit me up. She's like, hey. Homegirl hit me up to hang out. I was like, oh, did she? I was like, here's what's happened. Here's Just a recap. Because she didn't know all the shit that happened. Yeah. So I was like, here's a list of all the bullshit that's gone down leading up to her hitting you up. Right. And she was like, oh, nah, I can't do this. She told homegirl, like, hey, sorry. I and I, there's shit going on with y'all niggas. Like, I'm not doing this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just the, the right, classic right. shit where she's like, I'm not, my name is Bennett. I'm not in it. And <laughs> yeah. then after that, a few weeks later, she like unfriends me from Instagram. I was like, oh, okay. Blocked. Right. Blocked on uh, everything, everything. I don't have time for this shit. Like, no. y'all can, who are listening can say that I'm being immature or whatever. But like, I just decided I'm like, I don't have to do this, and I'm not going to keep trying to like figure out a way to make this work. It doesn't work for me. I have to admit to myself, this I've outgrown this friendship. I've outgrown this treatment from this person. I I have very good friends already right. who don't do this shit to me. So it's like, why the fuck am I dealing with this shit? And it's like. Again, that's the question. That's the thing I had to tell myself. Why the fuck do I? Th- I'm not. I don't need to deal with this shit. It's right, not with you right. anymore. Fuck it. Whatever. Standing on like ceremony or just like doing it because of the history or whatever doesn't actually do anything. It's for terrible. Anybody. I mean, that's basically why people stay in abusive relationships. Definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, in a way, some of these friendships that we've talked about in terms of how people have treated us are abusive. Yeah. No one ever wants to talk about like the gravity of what friendships can do to people, good good ways and bad ways. Like it's it's rough out here when it's a bad friendship that you feel that you can't really get out of, which is weird because I say that people are probably like, you can just stop being friends with people. It's not that we, as we've talked about, it's not that easy. Niggas have been dealing with motherfuckers for decades before they say, uh, we're good here. Definitely. And like, you're not physically abusing me. Cause like, I will, I will swing back, but like, Oh yeah. You're I, abusing... I, don't, I don't fight fair. I'll use weapons, bitch. Like you got me. <laughs> I will kick you in the shin. But... I wish a friend would fucking throw down. I, <laughs> I wish a motherfucker. Scratching None and biting. They would have fucking got <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't fight you. <laughs> I would not. I would I wouldn't fight you anyway, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's just so fucking funny, but yeah, the lying, like, friends that the line oh yeah, yeah yeah that's what it is it's the, the abusing my time the abusing like abusing the respect i have for myself abusing my mental space abusing yes. like, my peace no it just i just don't have time for it like life is literally too fucking short to then have these hangarounds because they're from you know a blast from the past i think it's bullshit yeah i mean the stance i had before with like the fox and the hound and like you're with with j and t where i'm like you know every once in a while if i was in that circumstance like i would want to like look back and be like head nod like okay like we're not yeah. friends but we're not enemies this chick canceled never looking back i don't give a fuck <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> she's so erased like canceled isn't like bye <laughs> cancel as fucking bill cosby because i can't <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I had, and you know what the weird part is? This friendship was different. Well, the last uh, T and N, I'm not mourning those friendships at all. Mm -hmm. I, di I didn't have the coffin ceremony. I think the shit was already buried like a couple years before. That. <laughs> and I just didn't realize it. Oh man, I'm talking a lot of shit, but this is how I be feeling about shit though. It's just kind of like, and like, I don't, everything that I'm saying are things that these motherfuckers have heard. Yes. So, Clap back if you want to. I'm over here talking so much shit as if <laughs> something's gonna happen. I don't care. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Some friendships you can look back and be like, okay, you know, like, cool. And other friends you can be like, nah, your farm can burn. Yeah. Your shit can burn. The house too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. But I mean, if we're if we're like taking a break from talking about toxic friendships for me like the things i look for in like making new friends keeping the friendships i have now like like for example like my friendship with you like we share a certain experience but that's not why i'm still friends with you right like, we, exactly. we have shared experiences but that's not why i'm gonna like keep in touch with you like oh like let's talk about sichuan from 15 years ago like i'm like, <laughs> like, like that is so sad but yeah it's been like, like 11 years bro but like if we were like only talking about that and like that was our thing and that was the whole, like that would be really really pathetic that'd be sad we probably would be friends because <laughs> there's a lot of things friends. on that trip i shared experience but i don't know where the fuck they're at right like shirley where are you at <laughs> <laughs> oh where is she but like I'm friends with you because like I genuinely like I'm looking at you like I want to know what her next move is like I want to like see like what like how she like continues oh my to progress God. as a person like honestly this that's is... how I feel about you your ass is over here going to fucking France and fucking Greece and fucking... <laughs> I'm like holy shit you're like yeah I'm trying to get educated over here instead because America's trash I'm like I feel you <laughs> <laughs> I feel that it's dope I loved when you went to LA 
and you're like, well, I finished school, might as well model, we'll see what happens. Like, it's not, because it really wasn't like a waste of time. No, it I was, just, it was, it's like, yeah, it's, it was a time. And like, I love that you're just like, I'm just gonna, you were just a person who's like, I'm, I'm doing this, the end, that's it. There's no yeah. like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe you might do, but like, I feel like there's no hesitation on your end when it comes to like, once you figure out that like, I'm doing this, like, this is how I'm going to live my life. Like, and that's something I admired about you because it's like, not a lot of people are doing that shit. I mean, we, we did, we have friends, we have people who will not take a risk. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not my style at all. But like, I definitely like, am scared all the time and anxious all the time. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. <laughs> <laughs> I am the- <laughs> no, Holy shit. Yo, no. I am scared and anxious all the time. All I'm, the time. <laughs> but I feel that. I fucking feel that. Oh my god. Right. But I think that yeah, the best thing, like, you know, looking at like yeah, stepping away from toxic friendships and looking at like what I look for in a friend, it's like do you are you like not even like ambitious but it's like do you have like an idea of what you want your life to be like because there's people who really be going on this day-to-day shit and i don't and i'm I'm, i don't want to say i'm a dreamer but i'm someone who like like you know i've talked about with you like i want a beautiful life like i want to be able to wake up in my bedroom and see beautiful shit and like do work that i find meaningful and like just like go you know go on vacations and things like that and this isn't like a lofty thing to ask for yourself and part of the beautiful life means great people who you know have their shit together who are compassionate who are respectful mm-hmm. it's like i don't even need your like loyalty is one of those things that kind of comes from all that like compassionate and whatever but loyalty sounds weird to me because it sounds very like it's almost like trapping people in a way Ooh. i don't know if that makes sense because like the loyalty no, 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 no. Is, i hear what you're saying yeah, the yeah, loyalty yeah. is the history that we're talking about Right, the reason right, right. why so we, I could do anything and you need to have the loyalty to me because right, like history. I'm like you're the fucking king. It's like, no, bitch. I can be a fucked up person, but like you will remain loyal. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. It's like we're like, well, you know, we've been and like you, we always reference a time where they had your back in a way that was super loyal. And it's like, right. yeah, that was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. They suck now. <laughs> right. Like, or maybe they suck the whole time and now you realize that they suck. Because that's also <laughs> another thing. That's also another thing. I don't know. I just like remember, I remember being like young and looking at my mom's wedding album and being like, damn, like she didn't really have like a lot of friends at her wedding. She had like a really small wedding. And I was always thinking that was so strange. And no, she would I always tell it. me, she would, yeah, now I get it. But she would always tell me like, no, like as you get older, like your circle gets smaller. And I yeah, thought that was like it's sad. Quality. It's qual. No, it's not, like, I don't think it's sad it. at all. I think it's, yo, because I mean, I don't want a bunch of fucking goofy doofies at my fucking weddings because they early went to college. No, bitch. Like, no. I don't know you. Right. Like, yeah, there's some people I know there's a trend now and niggas only have a best friend and a maid of honor. Like, fuck that. No one wants to be having these bitches up here. Cause there's people that like will be and you know, that will fill their wedding party with just like whomever because they need I, the wedding party. And I'm like, Yeah, what? I definitely know those girls who like need to have, you know, six, seven girls, but it's like y'all all hate all of you girls hate each other. You hate the bride. Like what? And you hate the, and you hate the bride. Y'all are willing to buy these dresses, you know you hate the bride. Like that's just flagrant. That shit is flagrant as fuck. But yeah, I love how we digress. Um <laughs> I think it's great, honestly. But yo, I mean, yeah, like th- those traits of like the compassion and just like people who are open minded and like really open minded, like mm-hmm. actually willing to try to understand someone, even if they don't agree. I don't need I don't need yes men either, because that's weird. 
And yeah. I also, a lot of my friends do such different shit. Like, I'm not around just, like, only people who do political science. Like, no. Like, actually, I'd prefer not to. It's like, I want to talk about this shit in my off time. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and, you know, yeah, your circle does get smaller. It becomes much more, it's a circle of quality. Your circle gets smaller. And, like, one thing that always stands out to me, though, and, like, I don't know if, the, I don't know if this is my toxic trait, but, like, I really, <laughs> <laughs> we'll soon see. Um <laughs> I have, like, no embarrassment about hitting somebody up, like, five, six years later after we, like, haven't spoken together. Like, uh, like a co-worker <laughs> that I was close... I really, I have no embarrassment about that at all. Like, a co-worker that I was really close to that we, like, never kept in touch after neither of us worked there anymore. Or, like, somebody who, like, you know, because I move around a lot. Like, somebody, like, after I lived in New York that I was friends with while I was in L.A. Or somebody who, like, right. I was friends with at Bingham Turner at Albany that, like, now I'm living on the other side of the world. You know what I mean? Like, um... I have no embarrassment about like hitting somebody up and being like, Oh my God, like, that's great. Or like, Hey, like, what's up? Or like, hope your pandemic is safe. Like I really, like if I'm interested in your life and I want to see like your next move, like we don't, we don't have to talk even once a year. We don't have to talk. Oh yeah. No. You know like, what's actually I'll, kind of I'll funny too up. is that like friendships to like frequency is not, does not mean like quality in terms of communication. Yeah, I agree. I like, mean, it, I, it, my best friend uh... when I was talking about <laughs> in, in Florida, but when I'm Florida, my friend Melissa, like there was a period in time where like, not like we didn't talk for a year, but it was pretty sporadic. But it wasn't like, oh, what's going on? Bitch, she's living her fucking life and I'm living mine. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Like, it, it, it ha- and I don't take offense to situations like that. I mean, it's happened with me and you. I'm not over here like, oh, no, like, he must not fuck with me. No, he's busy. He has shit to do. I'm not, like, concerned because when we do talk, it is of quality. Like, it's mm-hmm. like we catch up on everything that we've missed since the last time we talked. And I don't think there's anything really wrong with that. Um, this idea that like, if you're not talking to your bestie every day, then you're not really besties is bullshit. Like I, that's another part of like being in, in my circle. Like, do y'all niggas have lives? Like, honestly, cause that's important. You know, what's important. I love when I, my, like my, my, Melissa's in fucking Amsterdam right now. Just hopping the plane. Like, All right, I'm out. Like, I mean, I, I like having friends who have lives and aren't just like hooked to their fucking phone all the time and stuff. Like there's a lot of different things I look in, in friends now. And I'm kind of glad that I've been through these experiences to know what not to deal with. Yeah. Like people, I mean, and I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm finding that out now. Cause there's people who won't lead out these friends for another 10 years. But aren't there people who like you had met through like certain experiences, like like from college, from grad school, that you like had like a great relationship, relationship, like in that, <laughs> <laughs> in that like in specific sphere? But then like mm-hmm. you lost touch afterwards, like oh yeah, that happens all the time. But then you don't reach out to them because you're like, nah, like that's embarrassing, like. We're not, oh no, I don't. That was I'm like not a concerned type of about reaching out after a while. You know what I mean? But also, too, I think in my head, like they're not reaching out to me either. So it's like it's just as important to them as it is to me, which it's not very important. <laughs> like yeah. there's this girl who I loved in grad school. That was the homie we always hung out, and she's living her own life. She's in Geneva. She's married. She got kids. Like we see each other from afar. You know, we like each other's shit on, like, on Facebook. You know, I'll say like, oh, like, happy birthday, like things like like I, like because I actually like, like I won't like put on her wall actually because like, I actually like know her birthday and shit, but like. And, you know, so she responds, you know what I mean? Like, we're cool, but it's like, this isn't our, pri- this clearly is not our priority to keep in touch with each other. And that's fine. That is totally fine. I, it doesn't have to, like, I don't have to be your priority because I am priority to a lot of other people. Right. So, and that's fine. It's like, 
yeah, the friend circle is kind of like an onion, you know, the rings and shit, the closer they are to you, the more like, these are like the people I can like truly count on, no questions asked. Here are the people who are like, these are, they're good friends, whatever, whatever, but they're not necessarily like that close to your circle, but they're people that you fuck with heavy. And I feel like, you know, people used to say acquaintances, I start my circle at the good friends. It's great and then good. I'm not doing this fucking like, she's a party friend. What the fuck are we doing? A party right. friend? What are we, what are we, what are we, 21? She, yeah, she, there's no she, need she for that. She's in all the clubs. I don't think it, like, why? And I have to deal with shitty behavior, like, to get that access? Like, I'm good on that. Like, I want to be able to enjoy your company no matter what part of my life you are. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone has to be something that I, like, want to, like, I need to be able to fuck with you on, like, all sorts of levels. I don't know. I just feel like, uh, you don't feel a way about like quality people you just like losing lose touch with because of like i don't know life or whatever and then like not reaching out to them because it's like no like that's not that's not their place in my life to be their bestie i mean you know we talked about in the beginning like friends and people are here for a season there that was a season that makes me it's weird i know it's weird but like i i used to feel weird about it i never felt weird about reaching out because i'll reach out to niggas right now like i don't know I'll be like, yo, girl, I would say, like, long time, no talk. How is everything? And they, and they won't find it weird either because we were cool. We were right. good friends. So it's not like people love the, like, long time, no see time. How Joe Puchin, you know? That Puchin. <laughs> 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 you love that kind of I loved you busting that out. How Joe Puchin. How Joe Puchin. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't feel bad about losing touch with people that were like good, but like they're just not in my life right now. And like, right. it's all you also have to ask yourself, how often they hitting you up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it takes two as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's I not don't like have, they're like... waiting for my text, like languishing in the fucking castle for it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> they're living their lives. No, and at your point where, where like, how often are they texting you is, is the only argument needed. Like, like, uh, I have no counter argument to that. Like, I mean, it's not even right. like an argument as much as it's like, yeah, communication. That's how it is. Yeah, and I never, especially like there. I'm sure you've had situations where you have hit up that person you've heard for a while, and you probably notice that every single time you go back to hit them up, that you're the one who initiated you're the last the time. Mm-hmm. No, like they're fine. They probably think the same thing. Like you know what? That that was a cool person, whatever. But like I, they're not a priority person in my life either. Like, which is totally fine. Like people change, and um, I think those things fizzling out is totally fine because that that is yeah. a, that's a fact of life. The work wife, you know, things like that. Granted, all my work wives are actually my friends now. Um, but, like, you know, the people we work with are dope as fuck. The moment y'all leave, like, like you said, like, you leave a company or whatever, and it's like, who are you? Whatever. Like, there's mad niggas I don't talk to. And there's, right. if I bumped him in the street, it's all love. Like, it's not like there's an totally. issue. But it's like, there's a circle that I have that I give a fuck about, and you're not in it. So, <laughs> the winner's circle, nigga, you're outside. Hmm. <laughs> No, you you completely make sense to me. I I 100% understand that. It'd be like that, though. But yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to go over today? Uh, I mean, like the most important thing to me in our friendship is our mutual love and adoration for the communist nation of China and its glorious leaders. (laughs) I don't know. Shit. Um, <laughs> no, but in general, like having friendships like that, where like our friendship isn't 
you know, based on China, right? Neither one of us are like living, slay, gagging for China, but like, no, I don't have anybody else in my life who's like studied abroad in China. I don't have anybody else in my life who studied Chinese. I don't know anybody else in my life who like is working in a, um, in, in a professional sphere where they use Chinese. Right. Um, so like yeah, we no, have that, exactly. it's we, we, that we, we like hold, have that like special a, little a unique moment, but we have yeah. so many. Honestly, you want to talk? Let's talk about a unique moment real quick, even though we're running out of time. Um, remember when we were when I visited you in LA? That was really hood, and you're a really good person for never like holding that against me. <laughs> Dude, I mean, honestly, you should saw my apartment in Albany. That shit was fucking the trap house. Anyway, like honestly, but like we were on the. The, the bonding, one of the bonding moments I had with you when we were on the train back from Long Beach and I had my terror fucking masseu in my, <laughs> to go and I hear a voice from behind me and the guy's like, oh, can I have that? And I say no. <laughs> and I look up and I see that this is fucking a gigantor, very blonde, very bleached or fucking tan skin and he clearly was like homeless and like a psychopath. I don't even know if he was homeless. Honestly, I mean, I have no idea. Shit. But he was definitely methed out and like methed out. crazy and he goes looking. The next train, he's like, God damn it. And I'm like, oh he's like, should I give this to him or no? And I was like standing my ground. I was like, fuck that. I was like, I'm drunk. Um <laughs> quickly. We had another... to sit there for like 10 minutes. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no, that was really bad. Um, uh, quickly, another moment from that trip when we went to that like shopping district in LA yes. and you got that necklace that you still have that like chef's kiss, you have immaculate taste 10 years oh, later yeah. and it's still in style and a great necklace. It's a great statement piece. Um, and I tried stealing that like body jewelry <laughs> chain. <laughs> I tried shoplifting this body jewelry chain and then like the lady's like no like it was there before you were the only person there and it's not there now give it back and I like pull it out of my shorts and then somebody from out you're standing outside the store like I didn't steal anything so like whatever happens to you I don't care and some girl like next to you behind you goes like oh my god <laughs> as I'm pulling the chain like out of my shorts I quote that every. I, I quote that for the rest of my life. Like, oh my oh god, my god. Is, yo, I'm dying because like that just shows how broke we were. Yes, yeah. We're going to Santa Alley, which is already just a bunch of run shit. Anyway. <laughs> broke people stealing in broke neighborhoods. Listen, only... we have. Yo, I, I forgot they're in your shorts. I will never. I won't forget the oh my god because it was iconic it was truly, truly <laughs> oh my iconic. god yo yeah nah she was fucking appalled by the entire scene <laughs> she was oh my god all right well everyone thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed the banter the laughs all the all the things in between and remember yo history is irrelevant okay <laughs> like get rid of these motherfuckers like honestly clean out your fucking closet like eminem said like honestly clean that shit out there's a lot of dusty bitches that need to get cleaned up. <laughs> like, trust me. A lot of dust mice, dust bunnies, dusty hoes. No, yeah. I. It's not I, cute. <laughs> that's going to sit with me for the rest of the day. Clean out the dusty hose. Yeah. Yeah, you got to clean out the dusty hose. Like, you don't deserve <laughs> to have your energy and your vibes, like, fucked up because you're like, well, I mean, they helped me that one time in 05. Like, bitch, 05 was forever, though. So. We were besties in the fifth grade. We no. went to band camp. Fuck band camp. Fuck man camp. She fucking sucks. And she's on meth now, so who cares? <laughs> 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 All 
All right, y'all. Thank you so much. And make sure that you uh, rate and share. And we will see you soon. Well, goodbye. Bye.